What's up, are you party people? This is the How We Got Here podcast. I'm Aaron, aka Accomplice, with my buddy Dustin. Hello. And then Sal is our guest co-host because he let us borrow his sweet apartment with a sweet toilet. They only came here because I have a nice toilet. And then today we are interviewing our good friend Josh Granado, aka DJ Hugo. Yo, 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 what's going on? Man, it's your boy. What up, demons? It's your boy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. So how's I, everyone's yeah. day been? How's your day been, Josh? Uh, been a pretty, eh, decent one, I guess. Yeah? You were looking forward to that? Oh. I was. I'm really nervous about it, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I am too. Yeah, every time we do this, we're like always like... <laughs> I feel like I got a shit. <laughs> we got a nice toilet. I got a nice toilet for you. Don't worry about that. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Pretty good. It's been a gloomy day today, though. It was. I love it. it was oh, I, love, I love the rain. It was like raining like hardcore. I got to be all like, mysterious in a hoodie all day. I, I sat down on a chair all day. <laughs> <laughs> like being a mystery? I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I love how it was just like... Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it a little. Sitting, <laughs> sitting there, just like a half mask going on with your hood up. You're just like yeah. staring at everybody. I like seeing the questions in people's eyes. <laughs> who, who is this guy? Is he gonna rob me? It's like that meme of that, like that. What is that puppet monkey character that's doing like the eyes? That's going like. Uh... <laughs> ah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like. That reminds me. Y'all can't see it, but we're like literally looking back and forth at each other, trying to recreate that meme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, I don't even know where to start today. Yeah, we got a we got a lot going on around us here. Yeah. I'm just gonna ask. Sal's drinking his wine. Yeah, I'm drinking wine right now, trying to get wine drunk. So I might start crying later. It's gonna be like, where are you? <laughs> so, uh, where did you get the name El Hugo from? Like, how did that originate? Okay. So we're starting off with this. All right. <laughs> Going out of order, son. So uh, <laughs> we'll just start there. Um, so Hugo, it, uh, a little intricate, I guess, if you don't know my background, which we'll get to here in a little bit. Um, it started off, like, with Jasmine and, you know, Viviana and Augustine and Antoine and all of them just calling me, you know, Juice for whatever reason um juice. yeah just around the house That's or anywhere is just juice hey juice what's up juice uh that ended up going and transferring from my house to my dad's house and then he just like randomly blurted out uh juice you mean hugo like yeah basically so ever since then it just everybody juice or hugo it was one of those two names and then it picked up to a DJ name. Okay, I need a DJ name. I sat there, I racked my brain for what felt like hours, just trying to come up with different things until finally I was like, Hugo, you know what I mean? My dad got it, I was like, what better way, you know what I mean? I will say your name like rolls off the tongue really well. Hugo? DJ Hugo. Right, Hugo, Thanks. Hugo. Sounds super official. It does. <laughs> I, th- I think it's just the DJ that's in front of it that makes it like official. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take any name, put DJ in front of it. Right? Like even DJ. even your logo, like, uh, <laughs> I guess because the J's are next to each other, like it looks like it flows really yeah. well as a logo. Yeah, and that logo, believe it or not, I had it made from 
uh, I think a guy in Korea off of Fiverr. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Literally. Little fun facts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what yeah. A, uh, oh, I'm sorry. What Not, uh, made you want to start DJing? Honestly, it was just something I picked up. Um, I remember we were sitting at uh, Ever's house outside in his backyard. <clears throat> He pulls out his little uh, DDJ 200 huh. right in his laptop. Know that well. So uh, I'm sitting there. He's like, you want to try it? Yeah, sure. He puts it in front of me, and I start playing with it. And then I did something. I don't remember what I did, but I did something really cool. I was like, ooh. Like little like tingles just like went in my arm. I was like, ah. And then I, I just got bit by the bug. Like anytime we go over there, I'd play with it um it wasn't even edm like uh i believe i have a video of me and sal and ever i was blasting um what's the song naruto bluebird bluebird and like chip skylark shiny yeah teeth. yes yes I I was like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude. that goes so hard That's so random. Yeah. <laughs> like it didn't even start with like edm or hip-hop it was just my shiny teeth and me literally <laughs> Chip Skylark. Icky Vicky. And Naruto. <laughs> yes. Sounds like a hell of a party. Right? <laughs> and then from there, uh, like I said, I just I got bit by the bug. And anytime I was there, I was messing with it until finally I was like, I need my own. You know what I mean? So I could practice at home. I ended up buying the DDJ 400 as like a bundle deal. Oh, nice. Sorry, it came with... Uh, the controller, two speakers, microphone, you know, all that. And then it just skyrocketed. And that was back in October of 2020. So that's when I first, I guess you could say I first started. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. Why don't you DJ, son? Well. Apparently you were there. When he got him He's going into the, like, the, yeah, the political answer. I well, focus too fast. I always switch hobbies too easily. But I've been wanting to DJ long lately. Like, I think yeah. hard for like I'll, get caught, I'll get bit by a bug, and then I'll lose it, and then I'll get bit by another bug. You get distracted so easily. This is like, when, when you say it like that, like this is the only bug that I've got bitten by that I've stuck with yeah. for this long. It's been like a leech. Literally, it's... <laughs> stuck like in my head like all over me has been stuck i've picked up tried streaming like video games uh recently just got a 3d printer got bit by that bug for like a month and i haven't touched it <laughs> but are they are but djing you is just print me a Han solo boxer <laughs> if i can find the file that. if i can find the file i will do it, it for you. <laughs> He's like, I'll make it. Don't worry about that. I just printed a, a Darth Grogu. Really? Yeah. So it's like a little Grogu standing there with his arms out, but he has Darth Maul's horns that come out oh, of his you head. Told me about that. Yeah, the That's arm cool. fucked up, but I mean, super cool. I still did it. Nice. Um, I guess so. Uh, my next question would be, um, like. Since you DJ like tech house, what kind of made you fall in love with like the tech house genre? Was there a specific artist, song? Mm, at first there wasn't. Um, it's just, you know, the fact that I feel like tech house is like universal in mm -hmm. a sense, right? Like you could be a bass head, you could be a techno head, trance, you know what I mean? For some reason I've noticed that whenever you play tech house, it has like 
bits of everything just thrown into one so literally everybody can enjoy it you know what i mean like at uh at 305 i don't know if y'all saw it was like mostly like dubstep ish right so that's what i felt like the crowd was like so i went in there like oh damn you know what i mean like i'm gonna be the only tech house person there i started playing and bass heads were dancing right it's it's universal um they worked really well Hmm? It went really well. Right? Like, like I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on top of that, like, it just being universal, it caught my attention. I like being the one to get people dancing. I like being the one to get that one guy off his seat. Like, he can't, like, he refuses to get up. I like being that dude to play that one song and, you know, he's up for the rest of the night. Oh, that's me. I'm definitely that guy, like... I'm a headbanger, too, but, like, I, I'm, like, very uh, cerebral with, like... How I'm enjoying the music, so I'll just be sitting there looking like a, like, <laughs> looking like a psycho. <laughs> and yeah. and I'm an observer. Kinda, yeah, I, I, I find enjoyment in like, yeah, like watching. looking at everybody having fun. Yeah, not in a weird that. way, but I just like watching people. <laughs> it's a little creepy, bro. <laughs> it is kind of. Weird. But yeah, it's kind of been in like a theme of all of the people we've interviewed that it kind of get into the like whenever you first play for people and see like their reaction that you like made them react that way. It's like that addiction right away you're like i want to keep doing this yeah literally it's like i mean in the genuine form it is basically a drug yeah you know what i mean like the adrenaline you get the joy you get yeah like you want it to keep going and keep going but <laughs> you can't meanwhile <laughs> 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 we got a little crackhead like... over here just naughty and scratching her neck yeah, yeah my fiance came out here like Stole the bottle of wine and started chugging it. <laughs> I watched Sal try to put that glass down, and his hands. Off. He was trying to be so quiet, and it was like, <laughs> it was like <laughs> I just watched him do it. Like, uh, wow! God damn it, Sal! <laughs> but one thing I have noticed about when DJ Hugo goes on, like everyone's just out dancing, like it's just like it's like a different kind of energy. Like like he says with Tech House, it's a part of everything mixer of everything and it's just like everyone out there just having a really good time just getting lost into it and like you don't even realize how like how much you're dancing and your house parties are yeah really fun too. thank you <laughs> and yeah. it's like everyone's professional about doing it of course but like kind of like i was saying with your like name and logo and everything you just you just kind of ooze professionalism yeah that's that's a good way to put it professionalism yeah. honestly i never even thought of that yeah i picture myself just like that one party guy that uh you know, just gets people going. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got like an intelligent way about you. And Thank it kinda, you. And it kind of shows. And a fresh fade. I'm sitting yeah. here stroking my beard. <laughs> <laughs> you said intelligent and stroking my beard. <laughs> uh, how long have you been DJing? I don't know. We lost already. Yeah. Uh, you didn't ask it, but I touched on it. Oh, uh, okay, sorry. You're good. <laughs> it was back in October 2020. Uh, that's when I first started. So... That whole, I guess you could say, first year was just like trial and error. Yeah. Like figuring out what I wanted and how I wanted to mix. Which inevitably touches back to your question as to like who, I guess like what DJ made me actually dive into it. That's James Hype. Oh, like hell yeah. 100% James Hype. Like, I listened, I found him towards the end of 2020 started watching all like literally i traced back i became a fanboy you can call it like that oh, yeah 
Trace back, saw his style of mixing, saw his songs, like the way he organizes his playlist, and he just, you know, he became my idol. Um, and since the end of 2020, I started focusing on that. Come 2021, I believe I had my first show, which was that rave art show at uh, the Grand Texan. Oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That was that, that was, was literally that was like, like our first one too. Yeah, that was my first show ever. Isn't that the first thing you took Hannah to? Yeah, wow. like we weren't even like dating at the time. We were like on a date, but yeah. That's the first time I met Hannah too. I remember that like fridge that everyone had to walk through. Yes, that was, yeah, cool. yeah, I love yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah that fridge is <laughs> like nice. Like a little portal. <laughs> the only thing I, I want to change, I would love to go back and change about that one is the audio, because we went in with like shitty speakers. Like, mm. board, like, like, bottom of the barrel type speakers. Mm. Like, if I could go back with what I have now, it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It'd be lit. I will say, being in the crowd, we I didn't, didn't really notice. Yeah. No? <laughs> yeah. No. Really? No. Well, like, I touched on this with uh, with Joseph <laughs> a little bit. Like, whenever you're up there, like behind the deck or performing in any facet, yeah. um, it's gonna like sound worse to you. And then it's also, like, you'll feel like you messed up a lot more than it actually shows that you did and such. But whenever you go back and listen to it or, like, watch videos, you're like, oh, that sounds amazing. And I think it's just, like, the the performance um, anxiety, I guess. Mm. You're like, this all sounds like shit. I'm shit. I couldn't even tell if I was shit. We had no no studio monitor, so I couldn't hear what y'all were hearing. All I heard was like the muffled end. Oh. You know what I mean? Or the back end of it. Yes. I like, I could not hear anything. So you were just kind of guessing. Literally. Like, I went in blindfolded, earplugs, and, you know, we still made the show happen. Yeah, I remember it being fun. Yeah, y'all killed it. Yeah. I you think there it. was like 500 plus people there. Yeah. Sad yeah. that it got shut down because of that fight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a window broken, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, someone broke through a window. No? Wow. Yeah. What? It's I a fun night, though. <laughs> I knew about the fight. I, like, witnessed that's it happening. I was like, really? okay, that's happening. I'm going to go back to the restroom. You world star that shit. <laughs> world star. <laughs> you should have done the worm. <laughs> <laughs> That's still like one of the greatest videos. I I've know seen. that'll that'll go down in history. <laughs> oh God, Yaro! <laughs> that was a wild night. Yeah, and until yeah. everyone got, got COVID, COVID after, yeah, <laughs> COVID was <laughs> dying, dude. Yeah. Still partying the next week. Oh, I still think we should have done that, like uh, that COVID party. <laughs> <laughs> you can only come. If you have guaranteed paperwork showing you have COVID, yeah. that is it. <laughs> Sounds like the lamest part. Yeah. I'm sick and coughing. Because we were we were talking in the in the Facebook Don't comments about it, and uh, I remember we kept on going back and forth of like next up on the decks DJ Fever 103. Yes. <laughs> He's just passing out Corona. <laughs> DJ Nyquil. <up> there. <laughs> Later on in the night. Hot sweats. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord, everybody getting drunk off Theraflu. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that there's some NyQuil out there. That's like 10% alcohol. Really? Yeah. 
And that was, oh, never mind. I was about to say something. I'm about to look into that. Just <laughs> <laughs> be chugging NyQuil. Yo, what's the link? <laughs> be like those white moms that are like taking sleeping pills. Let's see. We kind of hit on a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, what would you say your top three shows are? Your top three favorites that you've performed at? Top three? Well, nothing. Damn. I guess your most memorable ones, the ones you look back to. Okay. I guess. So nothing, like, can top Why Not, like, my first show at Why Not. I don't Honestly. Think I, was there. I don't think Sal was there. I'm sorry. <laughs> this guy. You know what? Right. I'm a head out. <laughs> Just go flush the toilet. Real quick. <laughs> I'm gonna go flush the toilet like three times. <laughs> um, so after why not? Damn. Honestly, that that's Sorry a tough question. one. It's like because you've done quite a bit. I have. You play on the radio too, don't you? Yeah. If you want to count that. As a kind of show, like... Well, yeah, I mean, that's... In a sense, right? I guess. Not in front of people, but to, like, thousands of people. (laughs) I would say, uh, 103.3, that'd be pretty fucking dope as well. Um, after that, it would have to be the first, uh, like, literally the the first show I ever did, just because of how many people were there and it being my first show which makes it that much more is it memorable I guess <laughs> like memorable. a little spatial <laughs> <laughs> more spatial forgot you were there for a second what was that wow. <laughs> yeah I mean I'd have to say it as those three like that it's top tier and then I'm looking forward to the ones that we have coming up next I count my baby shower as a show you killed that shit Thank you. Yeah. Baby shower. <laughs> wow. Can we kick her out, please? No. <laughs> Get out of the studio. Out. Uh. Oh yeah. Um. Those three. <laughs> like being some of the like greatest accomplishments, I guess I could say. Just the first show, the first radio show, and then the first club show. You know what I mean? Like, those three I, w- I won't forget, honestly. And then, if you want to make it four, the one that's supposed to be coming up, the one in Dallas. Okay, yeah. Right? Oh, nice. Yeah, that one is... What is that? It's supposed to be September 15th? September 15th. Send us a flyer. Uh, where are you playing? Are you playing at well, Safe Space? Halton Theater. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. That one, just the word theater alone is like. There's like fuck. theater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like theater, thousands. What? Hoping it'll be thousands. Yeah. Millions. I mean, that, that. that's the cool thing about <laughs> Dallas, though, is like, people show up even if they're like, I have no idea who this is. Right. <laughs> like, oh hey, DJ Hugo, who is that? We'll go find out. Find out next time on our episode. <laughs> this episode of. It's like, I think <laughs> <laughs> on DFW Radio Nights. 
Do you have any big future plans for DJing? Any any ideas you got rolling around your head? Like how soon? Well, I mean, just I don't know. Like I guess when what's you the envision next? your future yeah. as a DJ, what do you see? Long term dog, dog festival. Dog. Digging a dog. Dog digging a dog. Yeah. It, it's got to be a festival, man. At least once. Even if... Like, main goal is, like, EDC style. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Circuit grounds type of... Like, Tomorrowland. That, that's, that's way past that. But that is <laughs> yeah. a goal. Yes. Like, even if I play, like, on... Have y'all been to EDC? We're, we're actually going uh, next year for uh, mine and Hannah's wedding. Oh, sweet. We're getting married there. Y'all gonna love it. Hell yeah. yeah so we're, never... all ED, we're all EDC virgins. <laughs> Except for me. Need to pop our cherries. <laughs> About to pop our cherries at EDC. <laughs> uh, so when y'all get there, like y'all will literally walk in, and there's a shitload to do. Um, but you'll see like these little, like mobile DJs. I guess you could say. Like even if I were to oh, get the to art play, cars? yes, yeah, yeah. Like even if I were to get to play that, you know what I mean? Like I'm at EDC, right? That's like future on down the line as far as closer goals um i want to get like literally i guess my own spot it doesn't have to be a club it doesn't have to be like a warehouse just something i can call mine to have my own shows and dj like be one of the uh residents there have my friends come on like you, you could call yes. it, you could call it the juice box. Ooh. Exactly. Ooh. That would be dope. Exactly. That's trademark. Like jump on the radio, like yo, this weekend at the juice box. Oh, no, and I could picture the so I could picture the sign now. It's just like a like a little like apple juice box with the straw. Oh, the straw is like shooting out juice. I don't but know the, why the I juice, like whenever it gets to the bottom, it like turns to music notes. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Exactly. Like. If y'all, if y'all, <laughs> and the one, like what exactly what you just said, one of my first shirts that Brittany had made with a a logo was literally that, like a juice box, uh, headphones, and a juice, and that there sells too. Yeah. Nice. I wish I could see this, but it's like an orange juice with headphones on, with sunglasses. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you can see. It. <laughs> Show the mic. Show the mic. <laughs> Yeah, so just like literally what was described was what like my first logo looked like. So that like that looked a little like thrown up on a board, that'd be cool. You know what I mean? Oh, and some fucking neon. Yes, Ooh. that'd be dope. Just right? All neon juice box. Literally, dude. Like that is like <laughs> there one could of the be a juice goals. bar on the inside as well as a regular bar. Oh my <laughs> no! It'll, no, it'll be a juice bar, but the juice bars will be spiked. Ah. Right. Like you want spiked <laughs> apple juice. <laughs> Spiked orange juice, which is literally Tito's and orange juice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I imagine, like... <laughs> Cranberry vodka. For some reason, it looks like a kindergarten classroom when you walk in there. <laughs> There's, like, the carpet with, like, the whole little city on there. Yeah, yes. The city, just sitting there just... For all the people on acid, they yeah. just... There's, like, Dude, that would be actually kind of fun. Right. Yeah. And then the, the, the little kitty slide... With the guardrails on the side. Oh, and just, there's a ball pit. I just want to be a kid. See? <laughs> no, like the ideas, they just keep rolling. <laughs> Welcome to the juice all, box all where you can be a kid much. again. Right, Nobody takes this idea. Yeah. Yeah, copyrighted. <laughs> I'll sue you if you make it happen. We have lawyers. <laughs> I got people that know people. 
Um, so kind of hitting on the like uh, making your own thing. Um, have you gotten to like production at all? I tried. Um, so I went out. I got me a what is it? The Mac Tower, I guess. And I got Ableton off of uh, Joseph's recommendation. Oh yeah, Ableton. So too. I sat there and I started playing with it, and then I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Right? It's, it looks so complicated and intimidating. And I've sat there and I've tried watching videos, but I'm more of like having somebody next to me that could literally show me. Like, you don't have to show me a full song. Just show me like a minute of it, right? Of how to do the layout, yeah, how to find your the um, basics. Of yes, the, the basics, the plugins, yeah. where to get your packs from, your sample packs. Like, so I've tried sitting down and watching YouTube, but I cannot. I can't get it. I feel that's that. It. I don't learn very well from YouTube either. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm one of those people who need to be, like, hands-on sort of talk. Yes. That's yeah. I, I just got Ableton, but I've been, like, producing for, I'd say, over, like, three years. I haven't released much, except for stuff that sounds shitty from GarageBand. Well, dude, show but, me sometime. Like, but, yeah, like, uh, I was going to say, I like, we can work together. I've been wanting to make kind of, like, tech house, bass house. I've got some little songs here I and just, there. I can't put them onto the computer uh, another really good uh it's a app on uh the computer it's called splice it's basically just a whole giant sound library they also have like presets for serum and all the other uh plugins that you might use um basically like any genre you can think of and like the if you can describe the sound it will be there and there'll be like thousands of sounds hmm. I have to look at that one. The, the, the best way to go about, like, making a song is to, one, either start off with, like, your drop or your melody mm-hmm. and just kind of get that little groove going and then kind of build around it. At yeah. least that's what the workflow that works for me. I think I started mine backwards. So, um, one of the first songs that I want to make, um, it's an old, like, 70s, 80s song. It's called Spring Love by Stevie B. Oh, okay. Right? I want to get those lyrics and build around that so I'm, I'm kind of starting backwards you know what i mean like i want the lyrics i want them to sound like you know tune them down to 125 or tune them up yeah. um and then just work around that but i feel like that is complicated as shit well honestly that's what uh mac miller used to do well he would kind of do it more in the uh physical sense like he would go to a record store and just pick out a lot of like jazz albums and stuff like that and then kind of just listen through them and then resample pieces of the songs that he wants to use and like build a whole because like in Ableton and other dolls like that you can pretty much turn any sound into anything you can like transpose it if you need to and all that and so I think it's it's a it's definitely daunting mm. when you're first getting into it but as you start kind of finding your workflow within a DAW it it's a lot more fun yeah Right now, I'm stuck at a brick wall that I can't break through right now. It sucks. It's you annoying and it's frustrating. All you need is a little motivation. Hmm? Yeah. A little motivation and maybe some head. You said it on the podcast. So <laughs> now everyone knows. That's all you have to do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, just put it off anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what I like to do whenever I'm like hitting like a brick wall or like losing motivation on making a song there's a lot of like streamers that uh make videos for youtube that um it'll be like there's this one his name is bishu he does like this like fake genre challenge we'll just have a whole bunch of fake genres that his fans like created and then he'll spin a wheel and then whichever one he chooses he has like two hours to make make that 
fake genre. It can be like future country. <laughs> that sounds cool. That sounds really. I'd listen, I'd listen to some future country. He, he, made, he, he made one called like Step Bro Step. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I knew that was gonna get you some. <laughs> Take you for a ride on my big green tractor. I think his most recent one it was like it was like it was like redneck it was like redneck it was like redneck techno or something. And it was like talking about like uh uh and I fuck my sister, but it's okay and then all that and it's crazy though, because the Imagine production on those songs like is so like. I mean, he's a, he's a professional producer and everything, but like, it's like I know this is like uh, something that was supposed to be funny, yeah. but it's just like I would listen to this. Shout out to <laughs> and this is the sound of the headboard. <laughs> but I think the him not taking it so seriously and making it more fun kind of reminds me. That like oh I don't need to stress about this yeah. especially like I don't have a label that I have to get to this to at a certain time. You literally do it whenever you want. Yeah. Really got nothing to lose. And like kind of like what we touched on earlier, you're kind of yeah. your own <laughs> your own worst critic. Yeah. And yeah. so like a lot of people will be like oh this sounds like this is an amazing song. And you're like no. Nah. No it was shit. <laughs> See at minute two oh five like horrible. <laughs> Never be satisfied, Josh. Never be satisfied. I'm never yourself. satisfied. <laughs> ever, ever. And goes, that's a good thing. <laughs> goes into the drop. Never satisfied. Y'all just giving me ideas now. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're here to do. <laughs> um, We've already went through our list. Yeah. They're all gone. No shit. <laughs> Damn. Um, you brought up joseph earlier i i don't know if i'm right or wrong about this but i think he said something that you helped teach him or get him started in djing i could be wrong oh yeah it was uh he said like you and snacks would um oh, bring over house. the decks yeah and then kind of helped him learn yeah so i think back then snacks had the controller i have now and i had the ddj 1000 <clears throat> so uh i'd go over and you know we just we'd play around with it um he'd ask for like small stuff starting with like beat matching and you know doing all that and me not knowing much about dubstep which is what he wanted like i would i'd sit there and i'd basically learn with him you know what i mean like i'd show him what i knew on the tech house side of it and then he'd go and he'd try it like in the dubstep side and i'm like oh shit so that could work the same thing here works here you know what i mean mm. that's a pretty unique sort of dynamic yeah. there right like because yeah. <laughs> honestly i was gonna say like um when you touched on james hype like i watched a lot of uh james hype's videos uh i think it was on i forget what uh channel it was on but um he was just showing like how he does like a live mix pretty much mm -hmm. and uh like just seeing him like do it and like you can really like i know a lot of techniques are for certain genres mm -hmm. like especially with like that um um i forget the, where you put it on the uh that loop and you can make it faster and faster mm -hmm. and faster I, I, it works for pretty much any genre yeah there are kids over there <laughs> <laughs> when you hit the vape you basically pull like a chocolate rain he's like 
He had to move away from the mic to hit it. I wanted to hit it all hard. I was like, I need to get over here. I see Sal over there just like... He's just like fucking trying not to laugh at And uh, one thing that James Hype said, though, on that video was he was like, whenever I played, like, my first uh, set on a set of CDJs, like... I had no idea how to do anything, yeah. so I just had to figure out as I went, and that's how I kind of figured out this. And then now style. he's like, I just watched his uh, his moving differently episode, uh, his blog or his blog. Mm-hmm. Dog, like this dude is traveling everywhere. One week he's in the states doing four shows in a weekend. Once that Monday hits, he's back. Uh, he's in Spain. You know what I mean? He's in Barcelona. He's in. Uh, London, you know, his hometown and all that. And I'm just like, I want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I can't leave my family here. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a fine line that I'm... That makes me think of a question. How is DJing and having a family, how does that life kind of blend? Because, I mean, that's a... I mean, I can sure it can get complicated. It can. I can imagine. I don't know. But Trying like, to find a balance. Yeah, yeah literally. Because um, DJing is like a party kind of lifestyle. Yeah. You know, party lifestyle and family lifestyle. It's two different things. Yeah. Especially uh, like find a sitter all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it works itself out. You know what I mean? My fiance, she, you know, she loves EDM, right? Yeah, she's there. Right? Yeah, she's <laughs> right there next to me. So, I mean... We'll figure out something as far as getting a babysitter for the kids for the night or, uh, you know, just in, you know, in general. And then after that, it's family I will, life. I will say one thing about Jasmine. I never see her sitting down at no. any of the shows. Yeah, like, never. she's always dancing. She's very upbeat. <laughs> always. We're offering shots. If she sees more sit offering down, shots. she starts yelling at me. Huh? And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, like, at, uh, at 305, um... Like I said, it was a tough crowd for me because there was a lot of bass heads there. And uh, she it's like literally, she's like, I got you. You know what I mean? I start playing and then she'll go around. She actually was too. Yes. Like she'll, she was yelling at people. Yes. <laughs> like, hey, get up. Of course, the people she knows, yeah, right? She she'll yell. Them, but yeah. but uh, if it's people that she didn't know, she'd walk up, like introduce herself. Hey, come dance with me. Right? And it, of course, it'd be to a girl. And, yeah. it, and then the girl would get her guy and then the guy would get his friends and then you know, I got the crowd. It's kind of like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, might be a little cliche. I don't know if people know about it. Uh, we are your friends. Oh, have you seen it? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Zac Efron's the DJ and, uh, Oh, that's a sad one too. Yeah. At the oh. end, it's a little sad, yeah. but the part that stuck with me is he's there and he's like DJing for, uh, a party that this really famous producer or something's throwing. And he's explaining to a girl, he's like, all it takes is, that one person to get on the dance floor you know what i mean and once that one person starts dancing it just the vibes kind of trickle out yeah it catches the crowd around them which catches the crowd around them and uh you know i, mean? I, I basically have my one person right mm-hmm. like my go-to the if she sees that i'm having a tough time up there that people's not dancing you know what i mean like that's my one person that could literally get people out there for me. That's your number one fan right there. Literally. She calls herself my manager. I'm your number two fan, so don't get that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, I can can totally feel you on that, like with the the small amount of time that I've been DJing, like, and especially because I'm still in those, like, opening slots, Mm -hmm. and so there's not a lot of people there, but, like, 
uh, like Dustin, Sal, like everyone that's there, like right off the bat, and then uh, my fiance too. Like she'll she'll be like the one headbanging the most out of everyone, and I'm just like they're our number one fan. Yeah, that's <laughs> and cool. I, that manager thing is like true. They they should probably be the ones managing Honestly. this. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Like, women know how to handle, like, just be like, okay, I see that you're stressed right now. I'm stressed, but I know how to handle it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, it's, it's a cool feeling, having somebody there that has your back, like, is dope. Nothing beats it. And uh, kind of like uh, touching on that movie again a little bit, like the there was that scene where um, he was working with that uh, producer or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, the producer was trying to tell him all this stuff and how it should go and how it should work, and then finally he did his own thing and like recorded like live little like clips of like what was around him, yeah, and then he had made to make that his own sound. Yeah, made that into a masterpiece. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of want to take that because I've there for a while. I was like. Um, whenever I first started producing, I was using too much of the like little loops that they give you on that spy, uh, splice app I was talking about, mm-hmm. and not doing anything to them or like clipping them or stuff like that. But now I'm kind of leaning more towards into the like actually creating my sound. And which with Ableton, honestly, Ableton is like by far like I know a lot of people use like Fruity Loops and all that, but Ableton it gives you the best playground to like do something cool very easily yes yeah and so i think i don't know it's just yeah i mean once i can get the hang of it dog it's over like, yeah <laughs> it's over i could feel like because i think joseph mentioned it on his episode too um like you can only get so far playing other people's music yeah you know what i mean yeah. like um i'll sit there and i'll download like so many songs and then when it comes time to play them, I'm just like, damn, this is all I have. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. songs from other people. Like, what am what am I doing? You know what I mean? What am I giving to them other than the songs that they want to hear? Or Well, I mean, you pick those songs for a certain reason. I mean, in, yeah, in you know. the broader sense, yes. Yeah. But, like, down to the core is, like, what, what am I doing? Like, why are they here? to hear me play other people's songs you know what I mean like I want them to hear the songs that I make for whatever reason that I make them for yeah right which touches back to uh the first song that I want to make which is the Stevie B um damn dude they just slipped my <laughs> yeah. mind yeah whenever you have the headphones on you just kind of go Duh. Yeah. <laughs> literally spring love yeah. spring love by stevie b um so that one in a sense has its own special meaning for me which if you want me to get deep i can get deep go ahead man. okay do your thing so <laughs> to start it off uh september 20th 2021 uh my dad passed away due to COVID. Um, again, hardest year of my entire life. 
right? Because that was my backbone, my rock. Mm-hmm. He loves like the 70s, 80s music. So I was like, all right, what better way um, other than like what I'm doing now DJ wise? Because in a sense that like DJing, everything that I've done is basically in a, for him. You know what I mean? Because he gave me support. He gave me all that. He can't see it now. Well, he can, but if you believe in that, he can. Um, like, what better way to, I guess, honor than that being my first song, right? Um, like that. Damn. Uh. Shit. Yeah. What? So did. I'm trying to put a timeline in my head. So he never really... Did he get to see you ever, DJ? He or? saw me at the first Rave Art show. Okay. That That's first cool. one. Uh, he literally brought me... Because uh, I was stressing about uh, two speakers on the end, each end, not working. And that's because I didn't have enough cables and the speakers were already there. So I was like, okay, I just put them up for show. I had ordered cables the week before and Amazon was taking forever to get them to me. Turns out they got them that day. So I called them like, hey, uh, you know, my cable should end up there at the house. Can you come bring them? He's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Or I'll go ahead and do that. So he calls me when he was outside. I literally leave like mid-set to go out there, get the cables, let the, the person that buy, that you buy the tickets from, what are they called? Uh Door guy, door guy, I literally told him like, "Yo, this is my dad. Let him in." And they were like, "Okay, cool." So he came in, plugged everything up, and you now he heard that show. After that, no, he uh, just had to work, and you know, he stayed home. But I mean, he caught my first show, so yeah, um, yeah like everything I do is basically for him um for me too for my family as well because i want to make it to where like this kind of supports yeah this supports my family um yeah breaking it down is like i want him to see his oldest son like do something with his life you know what i mean quote unquote succeed yes you know yeah literally succeed um yeah so which I think, like, the idea of succeeding is a matter of perception. Literally. Uh, yeah. Your succeeding is different from my succeeding, right? Yeah. Um, and, I mean, for all I know, he already saw me as succeeding, you know what I mean? But I, I don't think it's enough. I don't think I'll, it'll ever be enough. Yeah. Well, it never really is. No. Yeah. You know. And then, uh, uh, touching back on that, um... This goes back to the uh, Steve Aoki show, right? Uh, I was supposed to play. I know that you first. and I like talked a little about it. Yeah, like one on one sort of thing. Yeah, that literally happened. When did the Steve Aoki show? It was. Oh, I couldn't give you a date. It was <laughs> around like early October. Yeah, it was around early October. <laughs> early October, mid October. All right, so. Uh, they had asked me, like, yo, you want to be part of the show? Um, you'll be one of the openers for Steve Aoki. I was like, uh, let me, uh, I told him I'd let Jaime know what happened. And uh, I was like, I'll get back to you here in a little bit. 
So uh, we're literally at the uh, cemetery, like deciding what plot to get. And uh, all my family was there. So I stopped them and I told them, I was like, yo, I have this opportunity here that uh, it's like my biggest one yet. Um, would y'all be upset? Like, I know this is a tough time, but like, I need it. You know what I mean? Um, would y'all be upset if I were to take this opportunity and, uh... That's a tough choice to make. Yeah. It's a very tough choice. Yeah, so I, I mean, I had the uh, respect to at least ask my family if they were cool with it. And they said, yeah, uh, it's what he would have wanted. Like, he'd want you to take the show regardless of what happened. So I told Jaime, yeah, um, time goes on, show goes on. And like he mentioned in his episode, it was just a shit show. Right, like people scrambling everywhere. Um, Did that, uh, I wanted to kind of ask you, like listening to him mm -hmm. talk about his side of it, did that help a little with kind of how you felt, sort of? Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, but regardless, I, I knew it was out of his hands. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I blame Jaime in no way whatsoever. Um, it just, it falls down to miscommunication between whoever, uh, I guess book that band that cut my set short um, or that cut my set completely and then whoever didn't have everything ready you know what I mean like yeah. the, in the production so, so side what of it. So what exactly like happened on your end? Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, so I pull up you know I show up there early and I'm literally like I'm helping them set up you know what I mean like they're giving me cables okay plug this into audio jack 12 and 13 and I'm sitting there and I'm doing it. Um, and then they start testing out sound like 20, 30 minutes before we're supposed to start. Uh, sitting there testing out sound, Ever gets on, he starts playing. They barely figure out the lights going on in the back. Um, I'm sitting up there in the little VIP area just watching them, you know, do their thing. Proud of them because they're up at La Hacienda. You know what I mean? It's a big deal. Yeah, that's the biggest kind of venue around. Yeah. At least in this area. Yeah, so I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm sitting there. I'm enjoying it. I'm watching them. Genuinely happy for them. And then uh, Snacks goes on to play. And then at that point, I walk down from the VIP to go towards the entrance to get to the stage. And, you know, I'm just there waiting. And I look up on the stage and I see the band standing there. I'm like, all right, no. Uh, what are they doing here? You know what I mean? Uh, I text Jaime. And I have shitty service in there. Like, shitty service. Message doesn't go through until finally I see him come down. And uh, I talk to him. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. We're getting cut because this band was supposed to play. Or they booked this band and they flew in from somewhere and all that shit. At that point, I was just like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like genuine second heartbreak I guess within a matter of a month and I was like why you know what I mean like why wasn't it like I was mad right obviously because my set got cut short on a, something that I needed the most at the time uh like why did this happen to me why did uh why did this band have to get here why couldn't people get shit done and it was supposed to get done and all that um there's a million whys yeah a million whys and I didn't have any answers then so I was just 
pissed. I got drunk, right? Like that's the only thing I could do. I didn't want to go home. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to be by myself. So I was like, I'll just drink. Ended up drinking and I think after that we ended up going to Ever's house. And I ended up playing there and I was like, alright, cool. You know what I mean? I'm content. I I got to play music. Um, I got to, I got to do what I love. Granted, it wasn't where I wanted it to be at. But, you know what I mean? I, I, was, I was able to play, in a sense. So, that relieved me. That calmed me down. Um, time goes by and... Uh... I kind of just, I drop it, you know what I mean? I, I let it go, like, what good is it going to be for me to dwell on something I have no control? Literally, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and again, I don't blame anybody for what happened except for uh, the people whose job it was to be sure that everything was done right, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, time after we talked to Hanya, that sounded like a total clusterfuck. Yeah, and, uh, from the very beginning, <laughs> it was a shit show. Definitely, yeah, he went into detail how much of a clusterfuck it yeah, was. Yeah, it's literally not Hyman's fault. Like, yeah, well, I'm not saying that either. No, I know, but saying. going <laughs> down to like La Hacienda, why didn't you have your shit together? And it seems like over time they've kind of been getting their shit a little bit more together. Yeah. But like those first couple shows, like yeah. no, you never not you know, when you go to, when you like go to these events, you never really think about that. Like after talking to you guys, it's like wow, there's a whole lot of like fuckery going on yeah. just to make this happen. Yeah, behind the scenes, <laughs> like most people just go up there so for the show. So many hands in this pot, man. It's just like I'm surprised any of it even works out. And it's like even when Steve Aoki came back, they still had those VIP tables, and it's like this is a dance floor. Literally, like, yeah. <laughs> there were people like on. That was wild. There yeah. were people like on top of those tables, like jumping off and shit. I like, saw some like, people sh- fall. Yeah, <laughs> so many people snuck in that was, VIP too. It was a mess. I got free VIP. Like we were literally, we went back just. Because, you know, it's Steve Aoki. We've never seen him. So we're standing there, and then uh, this lady comes up. Hey, you want VIP tickets? I'm like, sure. Uh, how much? Free. Like, Fuck it. Cool. <laughs> I'll take them. They give me an envelope, four you passes. Tell me twice. Huh? <laughs> so you don't got to tell me twice? Nah, hell nah. <laughs> they have four wristbands, took them out, put them on, went in, and, you know, we weren't in the back. Have you played it, Hacienda? I haven't. Do you have it? No. Or maybe this will make it happen. <laughs> I think as uh, what's the name of Joey's Joey here recently has been doing more of the getting the stuff put together for La Hacienda and it seems like he really not to shit on the other guys uh, like with SMG events and all that but it seems like Outer Limits they kind of have their plan out and then they go through with their plan well Stevie Yoki was, wasn't that whole show kind of an early sort of EDM show for them like yeah, I mean they did they did like proto hype. Oh, and they also did uh, the yeah, aliens. Yeah, um, there was a couple more, but they were mainly in the they were mainly in the um, that little side room, and so it's a little bit easier to yeah, it's a little bit easier to kind of do it there do rather it. than in the rather do than it. the big area. <laughs> Alright guys, we are back. We took a break. Seems like a normal thing now. We take a break in the middle. 
There's nothing wrong with breaking. We used it. to refuse to do that. I know. We're we like, used we're to like finish this whole fucking thing. <laughs> and then right if now. we if we fucked up, we used to restart the whole episode. Like we would be like 50 minutes in. And then restart. And then no. we would say the exact same things that we said. No. The, I mean, there was a couple times. <laughs> yeah, we would try. A lot of poop breaks. I tell you that. We yeah. take turns. Had to hold the handle down. Make sure hold the handle. For real, I, I, I went pee for the first time in there. And I was like, fuck, you gotta hold this thing down. <laughs> Get a normal toilet sound. <laughs> we said you had a nice one. So you yeah. told me it wasn't supposed to pee in my hand? <laughs> I mean, I'll hold it if you want me to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so to get back, <laughs> get, get back into it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can place the awkward silences with you hitting the vape. <laughs> so, yeah, we kind of talked about it on break, but, um, how did you learn the DJ? Like, what was the technique? I don't know. But <laughs> how did you learn the DJ? <laughs> how did you keep yourself out of DJ? Uh. Like, you know, it goes back to watching James Hype, like just seeing what he does, and I kind of interpreted it in my own way. But then I was like, all right, this this isn't going to get me far. You know what I mean? Like I could sit here and I could watch all these DJs all day, but if I don't know it down to its essence, like what each button does, right, I'm not going to get far. So, um, like I know this kind of contradicts myself as far as as like YouTube goes but um like production wise I cannot do YouTube you know what I mean yeah I found this one guy on YouTube from Sydney Australia and he broke it down like the way I wanted you know what I mean like the way I want to learn it's as if he was right here next to me um and he showed me like all right this does this, this does that. When you do this at this time, this happens. You know what I mean? Like he literally put me in a school. Yeah. Right? And they were all free lessons. And it got me to the point where, like, damn, I want to buy this guy's course. You know what I mean? Like, he, has a, he had a course. And I bought it, you know, just thinking, like, okay, maybe this could help. Maybe it can't. We'll find out. If it doesn't work. Alright, money was decently spent, you know what I mean? Like, it didn't go to waste. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it jumped me up. Like, it got me, uh, like, where I loop my songs, and then I cut them at the right time, and then right before the next song drops, turn my echo on, do a spin back, drop the volume fader, and then that echo just slowly dissipates, and then the beat, you know what I mean? The beat yeah. drops, and he taught me that. Um, he's taught me how to beat sync or not beat sync, beat match. I don't use a sync button, by the way, guys. That's a that's a cardinal sin. <laughs> <laughs> I do not use a sync button. If you use it, by all means, do what you do. Do you? Nobody will ever know. Honestly, unless you're back there with me, nobody will know. <laughs> nobody will ever know. Or like another DJ standing in the crowd, and be like, hmm, that sounds too on point. <laughs> 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 This fucker has a sync button on. <laughs> nah, no sync, guys. Yeah. Um, allegedly. Allegedly, no sync. <laughs> as far as you guys will hear or know. Uh, well, then, uh, I was going to say, I fell into that habit 
whenever I first started of, especially with dubstep, I found it hard to, especially if I was doing doubles, like, there's some songs that, like, you can be listening and trying to keep tempo, but they're, it's on the offbeat. Yes. Whenever the beat hits, and so I'm like, fuck, I feel like I have to. Now I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, and I can kind of see you, like, look at the waveform. Mm-hmm. That's honestly what I've kind of gone into more, and then actually be like, okay, this is where I need to drop it in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that makes 100% sense. Like, that, that was where I was at at the beginning, too. Like, uh, just in general with any song that I put up next was like granted some of them you know some of the songs were ripped off of YouTube at the beginning because I didn't have much money to buy anything or do anything um so the BPMs when you put them into record box they wouldn't be flat out like 126 or 125 they'd be like a 125.47 yeah yeah right so the beat grid is entirely off the uh the one beat on the software itself isn't where it's supposed to be and i didn't know that at the beginning so i'm sitting here i'm like why the fuck isn't this working you know what i mean why aren't the beats lining up and it was frustrating until that course showed me and i was like oh okay and honestly i had no idea you could turn off quantize and you could like yeah. set your hot cues anywhere that changed my life yes <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that either yeah. like i'm sitting here pressing the hot cue on uh it's on one of my mixes um what's that song by uh is it harder better faster stronger. oh, Daft Punk. oh Daft Punk. yeah I love that song. right so on one of my mixes i'm literally i have a beat looped in the background or er, no i'm going into a song and i have my cue points set on every like, harder better faster stronger <laughs> my dumbass didn't know to turn uh quantize off so that i could set it right where i want it so as i'm sitting there and i'm playing with the hot cues my stronger had like a half a second or a quarter of a second delay so whenever i pressed it the beat stronger it was like harder better faster stronger yes literally <laughs> exactly like that i was like what the fuck why didn't this work and then uh, i ended up playing with it later turn quantize off and right on cue i'm like you kidding me i I couldn't do this earlier you know what i mean yeah now in the back of my mind that mix that i have out there is ass because of that right i was gonna say um one thing i learned with like the rx2s and even like i haven't even played on a cdg yet but i realized you have to like bring it all the way to the hot cue mm-hmm. otherwise it will have that little bit of delay if you press it like from the beginning of the no. song i learned that at the at the carbon dirty snatch after party i went to go my first double and um i didn't have it set on the hot cue yet and then when i pressed the hot cue it was all delayed and i was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i like how this is like to y'all, it's like so per- persists on everything you're talking about, but me and Dustin just like rocket science to us. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the dance floor, like, oh, this must be a remix. This song goes hard as fuck. But behind the scenes, both like, of you are like, up right here. we <laughs> fucked up this, we fucked up that. And then the dance floor is like, boom, boom. But hell yeah. <laughs> Another thing I noticed about uh, whenever I played at the Carbon Dirty Snatcher party, I didn't want to make it too loud because I was like, I didn't want to like blow their system. But then as soon as like Patrick came on, he just shifted all the volume shifters up and I was like 
Oh, I could have been doing this. <laughs> fuck, yeah. fuck y'all, freaking system speakers. <laughs> and I was like, why is the bass so loud compared to everything else? But then as soon as he turned it up, I was like, um. So I could have been doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what happens when you don't ask questions. Yeah. <laughs> Just you. Right. <laughs> don't think about it, be about it. <laughs> do you remember the point when you were learning where you were like, okay, I can do this in front of people? You know, do you remember, like, that moment where you just, like, had the confidence enough to go? Mm-mm, I no. don't. I kind of just said, fuck it, and I did it. Just did it? Yeah. What would you say the biggest hurdle was? Like, the like the. do you remember anything that was specifically hard to kind of nail in or hone in? Just getting past the nerves, honestly. Like, there are points where the nerves are so bad. Like, I've, I've done multiple shows, but even... Like, this upcoming one on Sunday, like, I'm, my heart still beats fast. My hands start, you know, I'm shaking, and that's that's literally the only hurdle that I have right now is just getting past the nerves. But before, it was getting past the mindset, like, are people going to dance? Yeah. Are people going to show up? You know I mean? What am I going to sound like? What? How do I present myself? How do I hold myself? How do I... Um, go about networking how do I go about you know what I mean yeah. like just going through all that there's a whole lot to it other than just a, DJing yeah there's a lot you know? so much networking so much talking I it, feel like when you're up there it's like I don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> yes yeah the, even that like do I dance do I just stand here am I a robot like am I a zombie what What do I do do you do like the whole like arm thing <laughs> right do I just sit here do I touch knobs all day yeah. I, honestly I would love to see you dance <laughs> no maybe Maybe. Give me a couple beers. You know, <laughs> a couple beers in, and you're yeah. like, yo, I'm loose. <laughs> right? It'll be like me at WW. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I'm blocking out. Yes. <laughs> Especially with, like, uh, whenever I'm DJing dubstep, like, I want to, like, I'm, I'm an anxious person, and so, like, I want to get that, like, like, I want y'all to move. I want y'all to, like, I want you to in. show me that I'm doing yeah, this. But the, whenever I'm doing it. the arm movements, it's all just like a, yeah. <laughs> like, if y'all can't see, well, y'all can't see. I'm doing, like, limp wrist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like feed me kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't know, like, um, and that's honestly part of why I DJ in the mask, too, is it allows me to be able to, like, kind of do stuff I'm not comfortable with because it's not my face and yeah. I'm not like staring directly into people's souls I can do that but in the mask you get to play a character yeah like yeah. master of disguise just become yeah. another person yeah and honestly that's been me since like high school too like we talked about in Joseph's episode but like you I would kind of a master of disguise yeah I would like <laughs> whatever music I'm listening to that week I will like embody it with my style and like the way I act. Like if I was listening to country, I'd be wearing like cowboy boots, like a button-up shirt, maybe even sometimes a hat, and I'd be like dipping. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like very easy to change the personality. And then I would go listening back to like a day to remember. Uh, fucking asking Alexandria, and I'd be in my skinny jeans, my Vans, and then like eventually dusting everyone. I'd be like, "Okay, pick a style for a month." Yeah. <laughs> uh, every day or something different. <laughs> like, I don't know how to talk. To <laughs> and that's what's cool about EDM because it kind of embodies everything. Uh, yeah, you can you really can, be whatever you want. Like you, uh, 
at Why Not, you'll literally see, like, you know, you'll have the rave fam go up there in, like, full rave attire. Yeah. And then you have a dude walk in with a cowboy hat. Yeah, or, like, a Columbia shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I remember exactly. one specific time we went to Phase 1 in Dallas, and there was this, like, giant cowboy in there. Like, he was, like, had to be, like, 6'5". And he was just headbanging his little his hat kept flying off, and he kept, he would stop and like do this really cool thing where he'd like put it on all cowboy like, then he'd go back fucking <laughs> headbanging. He did it like five times. I watched him do. It. He's like, I need a cowboy hat. Yeah, he would like he would like tuck it down all low, and then he would start doing it again. I'm like, oh and you're shit. Like, and every time crazy. it got cooler. Yeah, I was like, dude, this guy's awesome. <laughs> he was like in the pearl snaps and everything. I was like, man. Cool. Yeah, dude. And- that's the cool part about EDM. Like, you could do whatever you want with no judgment. You know what I mean? It's literally all peace, love, unity, and respect. Hell yeah. I love coming back on that player. Yes. <laughs> like. Such a funny word. And that goes back to the, uh, the, uh, 103.3 show that I did for the first time. Like, me and Alex Shock. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Me and Alex Shock, we literally talked about that, and like, like he made some like specific points. Like that's literally all we are about. You know what I mean? It's just peace. We don't want no fighting. We don't want no drama. No nothing. Love. Like, we just want to vibe together. You know what I mean? Unity. We're all here for one reason: have fun, headbang, dance, fist pump. You know what I mean? Everything. Respect. Respect everybody's choices. Right, like you, res- I respect people for being headbangers. I respect people for being techno heads. Like, tell EDM Twitter thing. that. Huh? I said, tell EDM Twitter that. Oh, they're going you about that. No, <laughs> I don't like Twitter. Twitter savage. Anyway. But, uh, whenever I proposed to Hannah uh, during Alien, AT Alien set, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, I I like came up with it that day. I was like, um, um, with you, I find peace. Um, uh, I'm so in love with you. Unified, we'll get through this shit together. And then I was like, I respect the hell out of you. And I was like, this sounds super corny, but I was like, I mean, you know, it like, worked. It, it worked. Like when it, in the crowd, I couldn't understand a fucking word you were saying. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I meant to tell you, like I, I was like in the because everyone was so loud. You yeah. know, I was like, I can't hear anything he's saying. Oh, it was like I'm sure it's sweet. I'm sure it's it nice. It's funny because I made a candy for. Her. And it said marry me on there. And I was like, and, all right, so I made you this candy after the whole player speech. And then I was like, can you read it for me? And then, she, like, before like, I could even get down on a knee and ask, she's like, yes. <laughs> she broke it, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, she went to go. I made it too tight, I guess. And she went to go put it on her hand, and it snapped. Oh. And then Sullivan King was, like, stomping all over it later. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Good memories. <laughs> The I'm, thing is, I remembered the ring. <laughs> that's that's what matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> that would have been like, embarrassing. The most expensive. Like, watching you up there just stressing the fuck out <laughs> with your pockets. Like, oh no. The most expensive thing. Be announcing <laughs> to the people, look at your feet. Is it on the ground anywhere? <laughs> oh, you like in the that, front row. Do not that, move. With all that foam, dude, you couldn't see a damn oh, thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. That was wild. <laughs> that was for my... I was scared to lose it for mine because uh, I proposed that LBW during John Summit set. Oh, nice. Right? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. We were there, but we weren't I, I, there. I, yeah. I, I literally teared up when that happened. Like, all right, so this is the coolest thing. So before that, I was nervous as shit. You know what I mean? Like, all day, I'm like, when am I going to do this? When am I going to do this? 
what DJ, you know what I mean? And I'm sitting there, I had the ring in my pocket, and I'm wearing some loose-ass shorts, you know what I mean? If I move, it's falling out. So I have it on my, on my pinky, and it's sitting in my pocket, and I'm just there holding it with dear, like, <laughs> holding onto it for life itself. And uh, everybody went off to do their own thing, so it's me, Jasmine, Alex, and Brittany were all holding the rail for John Summit's set. And out of nowhere, like, I look back, I just see Sal, Nina, Ryan, Dea, um, Amanda, everybody just finds us. How the fuck did you find us? You know what I mean? We're in a big-ass crowd. In the front, you can't see us. Yeah. How did you get here? So in my mind, I'm like, this is fate. This is it. Like, yeah. this is the moment. And then uh, John Summit stuck. Uh, he's mid-set, and he's playing uh, You've Done Enough. And I caught it just right. Like, I literally uh, I had my phone out. I gave it to Alex. And he's like, right now? Because he, he knew about it. He knew I was going to do it. He just didn't know when. Yeah. He's like, just let me know, and I'll record it. So I gave him my phone, and that's all it took. He's like, right now? I'm like, yes. All right. Gets the phone, turns it my way. <laughs> All right. He gets the phone, turns it my way, and uh, I take the ring out, hold it in between my fingers. Again, death grip. And I go down, and it's like, uh, not the outro. Um, but like the bridge. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't get the word out. Fuck. <laughs> uh, right in the bridge, right? It's slowing down. It's nice. It's calm. And I get down on my knee. And then Brittany looks back. She's like, what? You can't tell, guys, but I made, like, this wow face. <laughs> show it to the mic. Just, I, <laughs> I make this wow face, and then everybody in the back is like, oh, my God. Jasmine's not paying attention because, you know, it's John Summit. <laughs> right? It's okay. So, literally, like, literally, I'm down like, there. Squeeze me. <laughs> I'm down there on my knee. I tap her hip. She turns around. She's lost, and then she sees it. And she just starts flipping out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah crying and screaming and Brittany's crying Nina's screaming her head I off I remember that was TikTok <laughs> oh my god yeah it's literally on my TikTok y'all can watch the video uh, we'll put a link to it sweet alright uh, Nina's screaming um, the security guard up front is screaming this dude next to me <laughs> he's like oh my god get off that rail <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that here <laughs> <laughs> and then uh this dude next to me turns out to be a, a videographer also he ends up panning and he starts recording me and the people behind me are flipping out you know she says yes uh, i put the ring on her finger we get up and right when we get up right after we kiss the beat drops. just drops yeah, i was like perfect. oh i it timed out so fucking well. The only sad part was John Summit didn't do nothing about it. And we were like yeah. right there, right in front of him. That would have been good if you like posted or something. Right? Like, I was like, green damn it, John like Summit. We're right there. We tagged you in all the videos. Yeah. Repost. At least give us a like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bare minimum part of it. <laughs> like uh, like with AT aliens, like because whenever I I like went into their Facebook group, uh, like it was like everybody tagged them so they'll see this, and then finally they came in and were like, yeah, let's make it happen. 
And then um, it's funny because after they posted it on their TikTok and everything, you see all these other DJs like Peekaboo and all of them post like engagements from their shows from like Paradise Blue that you was like months ago. It's a, it's a trend. There's a lot of planning that goes into it too. It's yeah. very stressful. Completely, dude. It's it was wild. Like again, top tier moment of my life. Just Hell like, yeah. I, re- I remember like a random thought in my head or we met up for Amanda and we were like let's go meet up with Jasmine and Josh and we were lost in the crowd it was like in the middle of the crowd and then out of nowhere I remember like the shortest person of the group was like what like four foot nine Brittany mm-hmm. <laughs> she, used to, she, like she was the first person I saw and I was like let's go up there <laughs> and then after that I remember we just like we met up with y'all and the proposal happened Nina cried I cried a little yeah, bit yeah dude it, like I said it was just yeah it was a little teary eye it was a perfect moment all around like our friends showed up uh got down on the bridge beat drop whenever it was all said and done congratulations from everybody it was just a dope ass night man i was sad because we were like gonna try to find y'all too but i think allison was playing at the same time on the ubby stage yeah or like yeah the well i think ubby was the one closer to the engine yeah it was that stage yeah because we saw half of her and then we switched over to john summit oh yeah okay (laughs) y'all were like in the front so it was like really hard to get out because it was so crowded at that festival yeah yeah like um because i I think i caught i don't remember who i caught when that you were gonna do it from but um he's like i told nobody but (laughs) maybe it was alex Alex. who did you tell everyone found out jasmine probably already knew before But yeah, I was like, I was so sad that we weren't there for it. Uh, we saw the video and I was like, oh man. <laughs> we didn't get to see nobody at that video. I know. Like there was a whole bunch of like, the and whole I, group was all there. I'm surprised we didn't see y'all because weren't y'all in the like Naruto shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kotsky yeah. outfit. Yeah. Yeah. We got so much compliments that night. The girls are so jealous. Dog, it, it's, a, <laughs> it's a forever the tradition. Stole the show. So. I'm in that closet right there. I'm going to wear it for real fast. <laughs> if we all go to a festival... Buy a the Kotsky. Get yeah. the robes. Oh, dude, I'll wear my fucking my last Airbender costume that I wore oh, for. I remember the Halloween party yeah. for Ever's house <laughs> yeah. in 2020. Yeah, that was a fun night. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I remember he was like Airbending. What, what was oh it? yeah, the, I was the doing wands? the poi. Yeah. I was doing the poi. Yeah. <laughs> it was like so awesome. <laughs> uh, that was one of my first shows too, if you call it a show, but a house party. You still killed it though. Thank it was you. really good. Thank you. Because oh, I remember when everyone was like showing up with like everyone had their own piece of equipment to yeah. like put in, and it was all just the one big setup at the end of it. And I was yeah. like, wow, this is a lot of production. <laughs> <laughs> they put some thought into this. Yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting there like zooted, just like, wow. 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, meanwhile, our software just weren't compatible, and we had to bring our own shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the one thing I noticed because like uh, Joseph uses. Uh, um, virtual dj mm-hmm. and i use like record box because it came with the ddj 200 yeah. and everything and that's the one thing i'm like yeah i need to start at least setting it up in all the softwares or something like that because there's been multiple times i went to go dj and i'm like my hot cues are here nothing's i'm freaking out even though it's like a group of like seven people uh. <laughs> like at a barbecue <laughs> <laughs> We all care, man. We're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. Yeah. See, that, that's what I already had in mind. <laughs> and that's why I was freaking out. Uh, I guess I can kind of lead into that next question. Um, uh, 
where do you want to perform next? Like, what's the the main goal for the next, like the next next step? The next next thing? Like, as in like. <laughs> Tell us now. <laughs> like here in Midland, dog, I would love. Believe it or not, uh, remember that this was a while back. Um, I didn't get the chance to go, but I wanted to. It was that uh, little pool thing at the beer garden. Oh yeah, right. Oh, dude, I can make that happen. Right, like I. That's, <laughs> well, here we go. I know because of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to. Places. I'd love to do. <laughs> <laughs> One day. I can show you the world. <laughs> Shining, shimmering, splendid. Oh, the beer garden, like, venue would be, like, a nice venue, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would love (laughs) to do a show there. You know what I mean? Like, that would be uh, my next one. You know, aside from what I have going on now, like, that's one of my next ones that would be. I talked to him a little bit about it, that that email thing. Yeah. I don't know anything about that, but uh, I told him that, because then you know how they have, like, the two stages in there? Mm -hmm. Like, they have the main karaoke one outside in that big room and the dragon's I, I, I'm trying to convince him to do two set two stages <clears throat> like one I guess dubstep or whatever you want and then one like tech house tech and house and stuff like that so you can have like fucking six DJs I mean, like even if we all just booked in one for one night you can just kind of go back and forth even if we just do that main one or we make can, it like a mini festival we type can of thing. do it because it's like a beer thing I don't know oh, I'm whispering make it happen <laughs> that's a make good idea happen. yeah but yeah. it can't be during the actual <laughs> <work. Yeah. laughs> It's all coming together now. I know, dude. It's all working out. I'm going to talk to him about this as soon as we're done. Fucking text him. Let's make it happen. Make an idea. Listen to the podcast. And then yeah. <laughs> He's going to be like, I love how y'all talked about it before even. Yeah. <laughs> now everyone is expecting we're, it. We're, mani- we're manifesting it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody boycott the beer garden. Yes, yes. That just shows how much effort we have into it. You know what I mean? Like, we're already coming up with ideas. He was even talking about, like, after the emo show, he was like, everyone was so nice, and it was the most people and the nicest people at the same time. And it's like, yeah, that's what you'll get, man. Emo and EDM crowd, we're all in the same. (laughs) Don't judge a book by its color. Yeah. That's the basic moral of that. (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Yeah, I, I think we can make it happen. Yeah, I cool. really think I can make that happen. That that'd be one of my next ones, honestly. Uh, and it's such a good like vibe too. Well, that place is cool. Yeah, like, it was really nice. Not during the summer when it's too hot, but then again, not whenever it's too, too, too cold. cold. Spring or fall? I think Definitely a nice like jacket fall. though. Everyone I think wear fall. Cool jackets. Yeah. Fall? Yeah, like all you could perfect. you could go up wearing like basketball shorts with a light sweater. You know what I mean? <laughs> a light sweater. A light sweater. The, sweater. Sweater. Light sweater. the, the DJ sweater. Hugo merch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Y'all want some merch? Get the merch, DJ Hugo. It's beautiful. Comment on the podcast. Comment on the SoundCloud. Let Ooh. me know. We're actually looking to try to making the shirts uh, for like each episode, like having a set. Um, like set amount of shirts that we make for each person we have on. Yeah, and we'll leave like, what you were telling me. I yeah. kind of want to make like custom. I want a jacket. Little art because I want to get into NFTs for the podcast. Like every episode we have, our little cover art that we make for it. I want to mm-hmm. turn into an NFT. Mm-hmm. And then I also want to make like merch, like a limited, like I said, like twenty shirts or hoodies or whatever per episode. Sign me up. For so there's like only twenty. You know what I mean? Like. I guess I guess if when people start really caring, 
That's why that matters. <laughs> matters now. What do you mean? Manifest it. When you said jacket, I pictured like a members only jacket. Am I a member? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, not to brag, I got some DJ Hugo merch already. So, you know, I'm repping that already. I saw this blue out here. Apologies. My voice carries. I'm sorry. They almost swallowed the mark. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck on it. You got like the way up on it. <laughs> you good? <laughs> Dustin's over here dying. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Breathe, man. And uh, yeah, so and you said you'll be. I think this is gonna be like already like past when the episode airs. But you said you're gonna be on the radio again this week, or yeah, I'll be on the radio Thursday at eight o'clock on one hundred three point three again. We'll try to clip and this part and have it as promo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be at eight o'clock this whole week. Uh, have you all seen the flyer for uh, Neon Rodeo? Oh, yeah. Every day, um, each DJ that's on that lineup has their own day just to mix for an hour. You know what I mean? Just to make... I Like I said on my post... That's cool. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, I said on my post today, which is Tuesday, so when y'all hear this on Saturday, my Tuesday post, I called it like the road to Neon Rodeo. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? Like... So yeah, each one of us has our own uh, special days, and mine's Thursday, our own dedicated days, and then when it drops, it'll be uh, Sunday that Neon Rodeo happens. I think somebody should go up there with like a cowboy hat that's like neon lights, like string. I guarantee it. there will be somebody there. I think I remember a while back on the Snapchat, somebody walked up with a neon. I kind of can't believe it's neon cowboy at hat. Rock and rodeo. Huh? I kind of can't believe it's happening at Rock and Rodeo. Why? I don't know. I never would imagine them wanting to do that. Because it's such like a cowboy bar. Yeah, that's like the cowboy bar. I guess the EDM scene has made a huge influence on it. That's yeah, growing. We're, do we're, we're, it. we're like yeah. coronavirus. We have <laughs> kind of talked about talking radio for some time. <laughs> oh yeah, we did talk shit. Yeah, like, we're like, yeah, y'all can hate on it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we take that back. <laughs> okay, like traditional rock and rodeo. Not necessarily like rock and rodeo. We, we were kids. <laughs> it's just like, there's always a fight. There's always, <laughs> like, some dude that's getting kicked out by the cops. <laughs> I just think it's because it's 18 and up. Yeah. Like, I don't mean that in, like, a bad, bad way, but, I mean, there's kids in there. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's just how shit works. Well, I mean, then again, there are raves that are 18 and up, too. I that's, mean, that's very true. But yeah. then again, well, I can't really say it. Because, I mean, it applies to... Nah, never mind, scratch that. <laughs> I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. We're good. <laughs> I feel weird that Sal's gone. I know. His presence is like right up on me. <laughs> breathing He's on like me. whispering in your ear. Yeah. He's pretty cool. whispering in your ear. Can I ask the next question? You gotta flush. Hey, you gotta hold the lever down. <laughs> he took a potty break, by the way. Y'all can't see that. But. He's gone. He's not here right now. Yeah, we kicked him out. Quick talk shit. Um, I guess as Everybody we're kind of we're kind of nearing the end, is there uh, anything that you want the people to know about you, or is there any any other shit you have in the works? Uh, in the works. I, I 
I want to try to put out at least a mix every month. I know I've been slacking on it. I have an Instagram page. I've been slacking on posting anything. Um, same with my Facebook page. Like I'm slacking on the whole uh, it's social media too. side. It's hard. Yeah. Like it's really fucking hard to That's maintain all of that. Keeping the engagement. <laughs> yes. Like it's difficult. Um, so I'm trying to make a, at least a mix every month. Hell yeah. Um, sometime in the near future will be my first song. Uh, and then after that, just whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? Like, Keep up the grind. Huh? Keeping up the grind, basically. Yeah, literally doing whatever I can to keep it going. Because, like you said, it's a drug. I, it's, a, it's addicting. Like, it's something you do not want to stop. But at the same time, you have to pace yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can fizzle out quickly if you don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you have one show every weekend, it's like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it'd be exhausting but then again, I've never done it, so I don't know exactly how it could be. Yeah. But like every other, a show every other week, you know, that'd be yeah optimal. And, and I think at more of like the ground level, like where we're at in like the local scene, it it is a lot more daunting. Like when it comes to like say like people like James Hype, Subtronics, they are doing the shows every weekend, but it's kind of all taken care of but with what we're doing and everything a lot of it is like we're doing the grunt work as well yeah. trying to get it set up and so I can I can I can feel you on that yeah which I mean hopefully we all make it to that end point where you know what I mean we're all sitting down at a club yeah. you know what I mean like VIP VIPs like <laughs> hey you up next Accomplice up next Hugo you know what I mean just yeah. all on the same lineup and then after that um fly off to Cancun or something just yeah. chill on the beach you know what I mean we have our own like EDM island exactly dude that'd be sick <laughs> honestly like like relatively like to like money like an island depending on where it's at is not that hard to buy what's hard is to buy the stuff to get to the yeah. island yeah. Yeah. that's hard the, the commitment and the balance yeah <laughs> I mean, if Epstein did it, we can do it. Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. <laughs> hey, that's you can do a touchy subject, man. Not, 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 not in that sense. Not... I could talk about that shit all day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go into conspiracies. I, I, I just <laughs> meant buying the island, by the way, and none of the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, that up. I got that out of the air. Explain that. That's a little worse. <laughs> Oh, I need to clear the air before I get canceled. Famous. Yeah, this episode's about to be explicit. <laughs> oh, they already are. Like, if you, if you look on Spotify and Apple Music, it has a little E. Yeah, because we're walking around saying fuck the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think about not cussing. It, it'd be hard not to. Dude, like, growing up, like, my, like, just getting to the explicit thing, my parents wouldn't let me listen to the explicit versions of the songs Same. so I'd be listening to like Eminem and Lil Wayne <laughs> and it'd be like kids oh. version <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever whenever my friend would be playing the same songs like we'd be, drive with his dad down to the gas station that was down the road and we'd be just sitting on the tailgate and his dad was blasting like all of our rap music I'd like, like go to rap the part and then as soon as it went to the cuss word I'd be like oh. 
<laughs> you gotta censor yourself. <laughs> or just because it was like so used to like listening to that, like I would just rap it like that. <laughs> and then finally, like I remember the first song I downloaded that had like a cuss word in it. It was "Headstrong" by Trapped. <laughs> like I forgot one word they said it was, was like your ass first or something. Song. <laughs> that, that, that one was <laughs> my surprise when I heard ass. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shook. I am shooketh. Shooketh. <laughs> it's funny. My mom now with like she's like I asked her if she's ever listened to the podcast and she's like no I, I don't want to hear stuff I don't want to hear. <laughs> That's a good decision. Man. Really good decision. <laughs> I prefer if you didn't. <laughs> Your Sorry, mom. Did you hear this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, grandma. Your little boy isn't so little anymore. Like we're talking about Epstein's Island. And shit. <laughs> Let's go buy one. So I was talking about holding shit. Oh. Damn, man. Uh, I'm sweating. It's hot. <laughs> when you get that like natural like beat of sweat going down whenever you're recording, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> I know it's most of the DJs are usually always sweaty when they're performing. Oh, I guess because guys are so nervous. And you're up there in the lights and shit, I'm sure it's hot. It's not really, well, uh, the best way to describe it is like the nerves that you get, for me at least, uh, they go away once that first beat hits. You know what I mean? Like after that, it's just nothing but performance. But what makes it so sweaty is, like, for me, I don't lay my music out you know what I mean I don't go from tr- playing this track to this track to transition to this track I freestyle everything yeah. you know what I mean like I don't have no specific set playlist for anything oh, and if cool. I yeah and if I do it's like the first five uh, have a good like five template to, yeah yeah like five to eight songs are what I'm gonna transition to for like the first so like for Neon Rodeo I already have um a playlist that the first eight songs are what I'm gonna play, and then after that is just reading the crowd. Like a freestyle. Yes, I don't. Ooh. I don't. I do not like planning my stuff out. I don't know why. I know it would help, but I can't do it. And part of the sweating comes from that. Like I'm in the middle of one song, right? I'm like fuck, what am I gonna play next? I'm sitting there. I'm scrolling, wiping sweat off. Like, yeah. I'm just like shit, shit. Time's running out. Time's running out. Until I find it, I'm like, okay, start. And then it's just the constant fast movement of not having everything laid out for me is the reason I sweat so much. And that's like nerve-wracking too. In a sense, yes. But at the same time, like, I know my songs. You know what I mean? Like, I know the layout of them. I know the structure. I know when the beat hits. I know when the vocals hit. I know when the chorus hits. Um... So it, it is a little nerve-wracking, but not as much since I know the music I put into my playlist. Because I was going to say, like, it sounds like it's, like, a whole set playlist that no you, like, shit. went through and, like, set hot cues and everything. <laughs> no one knows Absolutely that. Absolutely not. Now you all know. If you need a towel, boy, I can wipe the sweat off for you. I got you. Sweet. With my own merch. <laughs> my own DJ Hugo towel. DJ Hugo towel. I got you. And uh, I was going to say, like, uh, like with you kind of learning the more, like, technical stuff first on, like, how to be able to freestyle, like, with the, like, spin back and everything, for me, like, I... Especially with dubstep, it's a little different just a because lot. you have to keep that that uh, 
Grungy, intense energy the, the driving. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I don't know. I, I Like, there was a couple house parties that I did it like that where I was just freestyling, like, ex- especially, like, my first house party. Like, uh, I didn't have anything saved. I was just going to go off of, like, title yeah. <laughs> or some shit. And then Joseph was like, I have this whole, like, library. And then I ended up doing that. But... <laughs> 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 But it, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely crazy when I like hear about like DJs, like especially like the big DJs. They're like, yeah, that whole set was like freestyle, and it's like, dude, it literally sounds like you spent like months working on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> very impressive. Yeah. And I know, like I said, I know I'm gonna need to get there at some point just for, uh, I guess, like the flashy side of it, like doing flashy transitions from one song to the next. I'll know I'll have to sit there and put uh, my memory cues, you know, 16 bars back so that I could bring it in at the exact time I want in the way that I want it. Because right now, I'm just, I'm having fun with it. Playing by ear, sort of. Yeah, playing by ear, I love it. Not a lot of people can do that. Huh? Not a lot of people have that kind of ear. It's hard. To be able to listen and still match shit all at the same time. I know most people, they usually do with my visuals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I use my visuals, yes. Um, but as I'm DJing, I'm trying not to use them. You know what I mean? I'm not at home practicing, you know, beat matching, covering my screen or doing nothing. I'm literally doing it as I'm performing in my shows. Your theme sound. It's supposed to sound like reaching across the screen. It's so delicious. But yeah, and I, like, I, I hear what you're saying about that, like, um... Like, in this phase, like, you have the ability to be able to kind of freestyle it. Whereas, like, I feel like further down the road, as, like, more production is being put into, like, it's like a show and all that. It can kind of be like, okay, and I have to have at least something. Yeah, like, some kind of layout done. Yeah. Yeah, but right now, I mean, even at the clubs I've done, um, it's, it's just been freestyling. And I can't explain it. It's... it's it's a rush that I get from it, not knowing what song's gonna come up next until it comes up. Yeah. Right. Like. Uh, back to the whole using visuals as a guide. Like, like I said, I'm I use them, but at the same time, I'm trying not to. So as, as I'm DJing, I won't. There are times I won't look at the screen unless it's to like match my BPMs. Right, I won't. I'll just listen to the beat as to when the one's gonna drop, and then, you know, I'll hit my cue button or I'll hit my play button, see how that sounds. If that doesn't work, wait a little bit, try it then. And I don't know if most of the times it's luck, or I actually know what the fuck I'm doing. But uh, <laughs> a, little honest, a little bit of both. Yes, I'll, I'll line them up. I'll line, I'll line them up just right, dude, so that when the bass of the first song stops the bass of the second song kicks in. You know what I mean? I'll just swap my lows automatically, and it's, like, flawless. I will say with, like, the few, like, times I've, like, dabbled with, like, Tech House, just, like, kind of fucking around on the deck and everything, like, there is something different about when you hit that good transition or that good double or whatever it may be with Tech House compared to Dubstep. Like, yeah, Dubstep, I love it. Mm -hmm. But it's that, like, um, I... 
did it on that song Love VIP that you always ask I me to play. I love that song so much. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, song. <laughs> with uh, Fly Kicks, uh, mm-hmm. the Wax Motif remix. And whenever I like first did that shift, I was like, wow, I can see why like all these Tech House DJs love it. <laughs> yeah, the transitions, when you hit them just right, dude, it's like... It's almost magical in a sense, you know yeah. what I mean? And then you sit there and you look at the crowd and even they caught it without knowing what you just did, thinking you did it on purpose, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, granted, sometimes are on purpose, other times just like, fuck, but... <laughs> <laughs> you have that, like, one beat of sweat, it's like, I can't believe that word. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> God damn it. I was this close to fucking up and it, it lined up perfectly and it's, it's a dope feeling, like... Dope. And I'll I'll know when like something works because I'll say like Britney in the crowd and then she'll be like oh shit. <laughs> Let, me Let me see the reaction real fast. <laughs> and I'll be like okay that worked. Right. Like just looking at the people's faces is like I did this I did it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that it's that that pulling the the rubber band whenever you're about to do heroin. <laughs> 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 when you're about to feel the rush through your veins. I've never done heroin, by the way. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Please don't watch. Please don't watch. It, I swear. Usually when you're in the middle of a show, is it hard to like play with people with recommendations? Like, yo, play this song, play this song. Play hey, Bad Bunny. How do you, yeah, how do, you use your, how do you use your react to that? So like at a club or? Like at a club. Okay, that's actually happened at, a, it happened at Why Not. Um, so it was the second Tuesday that I had performed there. Um, the second show I did. I was literally up there and I'm, you know, mixing. This girl comes up. She's like, "Hey, uh, do y'all play? Do you play reggaeton? You know, stuff like that, Spanish." I'm like, "I really don't." And you know, this isn't a reggaeton night. This is an EDM night. So what you're hearing is basically, you know, what you're gonna get. And what it is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but the good thing about Tech House, like I said, it's universal you know what I mean so you can mix it with that yeah so I literally uh, had a remix of uh, is it Sean Paul's temperature the I don't know how to say it emol I'm already sweating to dance into that emol e-m-o-w-l or something like that remix and uh, I was like okay you know this is a little bit of reggaeton in my style you know what I mean? I played it. Sure enough, you know, I saw her on the dance floor. She's like just fist pumping, going at it. I'm like, all right. Oh my god! Yeah, so I took, I did the song right. Son of a bitch. Her laugh sounded harmonic. <laughs> I just picture Sal in the crowd already just being like, 
I'm kind of drunk already. <laughs> I'm I, I only drink two white claws, but I'm buzzing already. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a lightweight. Then you go into the like. I love your like sidestep with a fist pump. <laughs> I make sure I do a little flex every every fist pump. Yeah. People know what you're working with. Yeah. <laughs> Don't flex too hard. Yeah, I, also, I love that about you though. You're like really good at integrating your music together with like every other genre. Like. But you play him in a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's really good. My, uh, <laughs> my main thing is that I love incorporating, like, or finding remixes of 2000s hip-hop and R&B. You know what I mean? Because that brings back the old-school vibe with a new-school feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you get both houses combined and, you know, just going off. That's that's the kind of music that I want to create. Right? Like. Oh, yeah. I've I've noticed Work. some tech house just pure like melodic like nothing but beats you know what I mean minimal mm-hmm. vocals. I have to have vocals. I think that's the stuff that like makes me anxious. There don't I can I can live with house and tech house if there's words involved. There ain't no words. I'm starting to get anxious after a few minutes. Yeah, something about it. I, I, I was we're singing about to this it, like singing and dancing to it. Yeah, like, and that's that's what I love. I love having people dancing. <laughs> just having fun and what better way than with lyrics yeah you know what I mean like especially if it's a song everyone knows too you'll hear that so I'll put my hands up <laughs> I got my hands up right now as we're speaking <laughs> I, I literally have a call me maybe remix oh oh I think I heard that I, yeah. have, I have Britney Spears uh hit me baby one more time I have uh <laughs> I have uh, a 50 Cent in the club remix. Oh, uh, shot oh, temperature. I can see myself doing the worm to that already. Right? <laughs> like I, I have all these remixes that I know go on. And they're, they're a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? So they're my go-tos. Yeah. But they're also the ones I play a lot, mm-hmm. so people can get tired of them really fast. Yeah. Double-edged sword. I have to sit here find new ones. Well, there's a lot of music from around that time a lot. to pick from that would fit. And that's a good part about it. Like, the kind of music I want to create, it's a vast, yeah. like, it's yeah. an endless field that I could explore and change shit with. And uh, I watched a video. I, it was, like, one of those just, like, uh, DJ YouTubers. But they were talking about, like, if you have songs that you want to play at multiple shows, it's, like, what you can do if you have it set up to where this song feeds into this song... Um, you can find a song to either like go in between the two so that way you're still playing the songs that you know are going to get the people going or the ones that you just want to hear all the time. Or just put and one up and then drop yeah. it down to the end of the playlist. And, yeah. Right, just mix it up. And uh, I, I, I need to learn that myself because like with the DJ website that I use, Zip DJ. There's only knowing? there's only so much dubstep mm-hmm. that's on there, so I either have to go to Beatport or get creative. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I use Zip DJ too, and uh, granted they don't have everything that I want. Yeah, but they do have quite a bit. Yeah, it's a really good platform to use, especially if you're on a budget. And granted, I do want to sit there and buy every song that yeah, but that I can get my hands on. But I'm also a, a father. You know what I mean, I can't. Yeah. Put all my money towards it. So, Zip DJ or DJ pools in general are yeah. one of the best ways that I could do financially right now to get what I need. Yeah. And I think what's cool about Zip DJ is they have 
a lot of songs with the original track, remixes, acapellas, radio and edits, then, yeah, and then the instrumental. And so I think it gives you a lot of uh, tools at your disposal. Exactly. So that falls back down to the Ableton thing too. You know, what I mean, you could download something off of, you could download an acapella off of Zip DJ. Yeah. Take that, transfer it into Ableton, and you know, chop it up, do whatever you want with it. Um, I forgot the name of this website. I, um, my buddy was telling me about it. He uh, makes music too. Uh, For acapellas? It's uh, they do like remix contests. And um, um, what they do is they'll, like, send you the stems for, all, like, all the tracks, like, all these, like, popular tracks, and then um, they'll have a remix contest, and then if you win, you get to um, release it, like, on that a DJ or label. whoever's le- label, mm-hmm. and then, like, there's even, like, ones, like, with Illinium, they had one, and then the dude that did the remix, they actually, like, uh, he brought them on to, like, the show and everything. That's really cool. I think it's a good way to stay creative if you're hitting that wall. I know James Hype did one about almost a year ago too, and had I known how to produce, I would have taken. Even if I sucked ass and it was horrible, I would have partaked in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was a remix to his girlfriend's song or something like that. And the cool part about it was that he went live on Twitch, and he was sitting here like he went through every single submission. And played them all off, narrowed it down to the top ten, then narrowed it down to the top five, then top three, until finally it was like, all right, this is the one. He ended up being able to release his song on their album, um, and then I think he got like studio access. Oh, nice! Right, like That's they cool. they hooked him up, so he wasn't back. I don't know, granted, I don't know what kind of studio that dude had, but upgraded. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm picturing this dude had like. Like bedroom, DJ. yeah, like a, a bedroom, <laughs> everything you can ever like yeah. set up. And you know they just they upped it up. Now I don't know if he's part of their label, but but got his foot in the door. Yeah, he got his foot in the door. And I think one of the like yeah, COVID like has done a lot of terrible shit to all of our lives and everything. But I think one cool thing about it in the scheme of um, creativity is a lot of DJs were able to start, like, uh, getting on streaming platforms and actually showing their workflow, and it kind of brought it more to home. That's like, oh, I can actually do this, too. I'm watching this uh, professional struggle with a song that they're making, and then it ends up being, like, one of the biggest songs on their next album. Yeah. Lucky them I had to work. <laughs> yeah, same, essential honestly. worker. I, I, honestly, I can't wait till you start producing. Like, I'm pretty excited when you actually start getting into it, producing, uh, making your own song. I'm telling you now that you've said it on the podcast. Yeah, we're trying you to start manifest it. into like uh, actually happening. We're thinking about starting uh, how we got here records. <laughs> yeah. H W G H L O C. That's a mouthful. H W G what? <laughs> maybe maybe Don't worry about it. maybe just got here. <laughs> got here, Rick. Maybe just got here. <laughs> Every time we say how we got here, it makes me think. Uh, did y'all ever watch those ASDF movies on yes. YouTube where he's like, get, "How did I get here?" Yeah. Desmond the Moon Bear. <laughs> I never Start that as an intro. Yeah. <laughs> 
And we oh, talked like the one where he's like punching the salad. Yeah. Why are you punching, punching my salad? <laughs> I like trains. We talked about um for like whenever we cut to breaks until we have sponsors doing like a interdimensional cable like little cuts like, hi, I'm Antimize Johnson and this is uh Antimize Johnson's uh Wonder Emporium. Real fake doors. <laughs> <laughs> The whole bit, he drives home, eats a sandwich, <laughs> walks into another door, and walk on the real fake door. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Kill Dustin right there. <laughs> you good, dude? Okay, Dustin doesn't know who's dying on us. Okay. Oh, Alright, well, I think it's a good note to end off on Dustin like dying from the vape. <laughs> I can laugh I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> me and Aaron are CPR, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very true. Yeah, it could save your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, it will be after. Little O's, they just keep blowing. I'll make sure I'm doing math to math, so don't worry about oh, that. Okay. Right. I'm wearing socks. It's okay. I was never past that. <laughs> <laughs> I was faking. Um, so I'm gonna kind of go over the all the stuff you have coming up soon so you'll be on 103.3 thursday which will be we'll make a little snippet so that way it's actually talking It'll about this podcast. past thursday whenever y'all hear it yeah and then the neon rodeo the sunday after this airs okay um september 4th yes september okay. 4th um and then after that it'll be the uh halton theater in dallas and then Possibly another show in Dallas the day after. Oh, it's nice. a big up in the air thing. Um, or maybe. A maybe. A big possibility. Um, and then after that is October. Uh, Fear Fest. Fear Fest. Yeah. I could not. We're going to have a booth at Fear Fest. Huh? We're going to have a booth at Fear Fest. Oh, yeah. I heard the. I'm going to yeah. sit down and talk with you for a little bit. Every time someone brings it up, I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there. Sal, we'll whenever, be, whenever I have my set, you'll be like the sit-in host. Oh, that. <laughs> it's game on. You to hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So he's like really warm to sit right next to you. I know. I'm sweaty. So Tell y'all are basically <laughs> hugging right now. Yeah, yeah basically we're like, we're like shoulder, conjoined right? to each other. I don't understand how you're wearing a hoodie and like, are you wearing pants? No. He's wearing pants. He's all, all black right now. He looks good. Hey, man, any opportunity to wear a hoodie, I'll take it. Yeah. It's kind of gloomy outside. Yeah, it's a little chilly outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, mm. all right, y'all. It was a pleasure talking to you, Mr. Josh, a.k.a. El Hugo. Mm. Say, that, Hugo. say that one more time. Say it one more time. El Hugo. Fuck yeah. El Hugo. <laughs> I thought I was like saying it like really wide or something. <laughs> I want to say thanks to Sal and yeah. Nina for letting yeah. me use your apartment. Yeah, I got y'all on the toilets. You know, so hit me up on the toilet. <laughs> Never need to take a shit. Stop by. You can flush. You you can flush the toilet paper too. Hit them up for real fake toilets. What about wipes? <laughs> <laughs> wipes are <laughs> debatable. <laughs> nah, but thank y'all for having me, man. It was dude. This one was fun. This was really fun. Uh, I enjoyed the shit out of this. Like, it was, was a really good conversation. Others, it was yeah. cool letting y'all know why I do what I do and how I got here. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was also really good watching him stroking his beard the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> it was really interesting. He was really thinking. Uh, yeah, they, they kept me on my toes. Yeah, that, that's the main reason why we do this, man. Like, uh, whenever we first created the idea to make it about, like, the EDM scene and kind of give a voice to the artist, like, I feel like we all, as artists here, we are kind of like the recluse, kind of to ourselves. We don't 
speak much about our lives unless somebody asks. Yeah. And so I think. But never ask her. Yeah. Yeah, like if y'all know me outside of this, I'm a dude that sits in the back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless I'm in the back vibing to myself, unless I've had a couple drinks or. And those people are usually the ones with stories to tell. Yeah. You know. Or I'm behind the decks and y'all are, you know what I mean? I'm like flashing my titties at you. Basically. It's my man boobs, but it's still the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Doing the worm. Doing the worm. <laughs> yeah. You need to have like a doing the worm across America kind oh. of thing, like where you like film you in front of like all the national landmarks. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, Starting with DJ Hugo first. <laughs> I'm a national landmark? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Take me to I dinner got you, first. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, all right, y'all. It was a fun episode. We'll see y'all in the next episode, and I hope everyone has a rocking time. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>